Broadcasting from the Unshackled Studios in Melbourne. This is Will's Front. Brought to you by the Unshackled.net. Now here's Tim Wills. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Wilmsfront featured interview show. It is Thursday, the 30th of June 2022, the last day of the financial year. And also, thankfully, the last day of Alphabet Pride Month. Uh, so the avalanche of sexualized degeneracy it now promotes will be slightly less prominent uh, for the next 11 months. It also means that the monkeypox curve in Europe and North America could begin to flatten. Tonight we are on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels. It is 8.30pm here in Victoria where we are in the depths of winter and uh, COVID is rampant today. There were 9,922 six new cases. There are currently 46,113 active cases statewide. Uh, there are 465 Victorians in hospital frith COVID. I use that term frith because not quite from COVID, but definitely with. Uh, 21 in ICU and four on a ventilator. 17 Victorians were recorded as dying frith COVID today. But Hardly anyone cares anymore, apart from the hardcore COVID, COVID cultists about these uh, daily stats anymore. There are hardly any restrictions in the state compared to what we have been subjected to over the past two years. Uh, masks are sparse, apart from the dedicated mask perverts who have uh, upgraded to not just N95s, but full gas masks now. Uh, but all Victorians uh, remember over the past two years, Dan Andrews and his chief health officer, Brett Sutton, uh, repeatedly locked down the state over a few mystery cases. It was always seven day short, sharp lockdown, and it always lasted much, much longer. And uh, they, of course, carried all the insane rules like curfews, outdoor masks, five kilometer radius, and only leaving the home for permitted reasons and uh, these lockdowns were brutally enforced by Dan's goons at Victoria Police. Uh, 2021 we saw their brutality escalate to horrific levels culminating with rubber bullets being shot at freedom protesters. Victoria Police targeted freedom activists with incitement charges and issued them countless multi-thousand dollar fines for breaching chief health officer directions. One of those freedom activists who was targeted, surveilled, fined and even imprisoned was Father Christian and MMA fighter Nick Patterson, whose Cranbourne gym was the scene of countless Victoria Police stakeouts. Nick is facing very serious charges of assaulting police stemming from Victoria Police's aggressive su suppression of a freedom protest during lockdown number four on Saturday, uh, the 29th of May last year. He faces trial later this year and if found guilty would face a mandatory minimum sentence of six months. Hi, my name is Nick Patterson. Hi, my name is Nick Patterson. On the 29th of May, 2021, my friends and I were targeted, stalked, assaulted, then arrested by police. I was badly injured in this interaction. My right shoulder was dislocated. My body was beaten. 
And these criminals, they, they wrote up false statements and caused me to spend 29 days in jail, even though I'd committed no crime. The police did that. They wrote false statements to put me in jail. I was then released on bail with a gag order and other conditions which were completely unrelated to the charges that were laid against me. In these bail conditions, I could not speak on any website, anybody else's website, or any public forum, anything relating to the police, the government, state or federal, the um, law, state or federal, the COVID pandemic, the show directions. Effectively, I was I was restricted from telling my own story and exposing the police for what they were. Ignorant people are the most dangerous, in my opinion, and these ignorant police will continue committing crimes unless we take them the task on it. There are some major issues with the system which allows police to conduct themselves in such a way which is morally repugnant to the conscience that they, they're doing it. We need to change that. I aim to argue my case and set a number of legal precedents which would change the way in which police are prosecuted and how the bail process is being used to silence political dissent. I've engaged a, a top legal team to maximise the outcome we want to achieve in the courts. The process will take some time, it's going to cost some money, and I need your help because I want to change the current system and put these corrupt criminal cops in jail. My family has also suffered greatly. All the biased reports from the mainstream media about us, uh, the police harassment at my home, sometimes at one o'clock in the morning, just checking in on us, which we know is just, just harassment. And the police did it consistently. Enough is enough. Please help me to put these corrupt police behind bars and change the current system in the process. God willing, we'll make Australia a better place to live. I've always been a believer in standing up for yourself, standing up for your rights and doing what's moral and true according to the conscience. We started the Australian Peacemakers for that reason, because the police were committing crimes and they were violently assaulting people. And I've always been one that's been good at bringing people together and bringing people together on the right values and on the right morals. I've always sought to bring people to God. That's the reason I was targeted by the police. My Instagram and Facebook accounts were shut down the day after I, I ran a rally. We took thousands of people to the police headquarters and we, we noticed them, that they were acting under dictation, which was an offence. For that reason, I'm, I'm convinced both my social media accounts, Instagram and Facebook, permanently disabled, no way to appeal it, no reason given. This is how you get treated in this system. I don't like any political dissent. They don't like people standing up for their rights. They don't want people that have courage and conviction and are willing to defend others. That's why it's so important that you support me in this battle. Help me to take them on because I won't concede it win. I've got the will and the heart. I know what it is to fight and I'm not afraid to do it. So please support me in this endeavour and help empower me so I can empower others. If God be for us, who can be against us? So let's continue to let our light shine. Nick, welcome back to Wellsfront. Oh, how are you, mate? Thanks for having us. I'm good. It's been a while since we've had an on-air chat. Uh, we've had some, what is it, uh, brief friendly uh, discussions at the uh, the, the Freedom Rallies uh, this year. You're a regular on not just Wilmsfront, but the, the then uh, Uncuckables uh, program in, in 2020. But obviously, uh, well, as after what happened to you 
uh, on that on that day in in May 2021, you were gagged for uh, you're in prison for 29 days. How long was your media gag in place for, and how did you get it lifted? Yeah, so my um, I, I was I was gagged for a few months. I was given the strictest of bail conditions. So for the for the alleged offences, which didn't really happen, um, and I've shared the body camera footage from the police. I don't care what the Surveillance Act says about that because I know that it's in the it's in the it's a matter of public interest that the people need to see it, and there is a provision in there. So I shared it to show people what was happening from the police. Everyone that's seen it, including barristers, including other police officers, say what they what the police did was wrong. It's black and white clear, um, and it was it was assault charges, a multitude of assault charges, and um, some resisting arrest charges, and one breaching show directions charge, right? And it was 24 in total, I think, 24 or 23. And the bail conditions were a complete gag order. I couldn't speak about anything. You know, go figure. Like, what's that got to do with me assaulting police, allegedly, which didn't happen? Um, you know, the punches that were thrown at the police were literally in defence of my mate after the police ran across the road and started belting him up. So, you know, this is what they do. They, they, they will make up any controversy they can to silence people. Who are that are getting momentum against the political narrative, and that that's what happened to me. Um, I've got the the audio from from the police from their own body cameras, where they're actually talking about me and they're pointing me out a number of times. That's Nick Patterson over there. Watch him. Yeah, he's the gym owner, the guy with the mashed ears. Yeah, yep. Hey, can we just go and pick off organisers? Yep, if there's someone you want to grab, just grab them. And then they point out me and say, yeah, he's one of the organisers. So you can see that there's obviously a, a, a you're, I'm a target. Um, I don't know what they're scared of because I'm not a violent guy. Even though I, I ran a fight gym, I'm not someone that goes out and starts fights. I've never done anything like that before. Um, it's, it's just that they have to control the political narrative. And obviously people like myself who's, who – have the ability to stand up to the police and, and explain to them what the law really is in a dignified and clear way, that becomes a threat when the people above are directing the police to commit crimes and to break the law. You know, they rely on the ignorance of the police. And, you know, what, I'm, what I've been doing is trying to, you know, explain to the police that, no, no, that's called acting under dictation and you can't enforce government directions uh, because it's a conflict of interest and there's case law for that in this country. The Victoria Police, they always uh, 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 ref- uh, referred back to uh, the their uh, defence of everything that they did is just we're just following orders. Uh, we don't get to pick and choose uh, what laws we enforce. But, mm. like, for example, there's lot of people openly smoking marijuana in public places uh, in their their homes that's technically illegal but when was the last uh, uh, raid in a private home for a small amount of marijuana that's just just one example of a law that's on the book uh, that uh, they have picked and chosen not to enforce yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think there's lots of them that they've chosen not to enforce. They've gone over. It's like they've gone over the the, the low hanging fruit, the easy pickings, which has been just the, your standard, you know, people that are potentially breaching a, a, a direction from the government. Which really, those those directions. They, I mean, f- first of all, anyone that's been 
you know, um, given a fine for breaching the directions. If you haven't been given a, uh, a, a something formally written to you from the chief health officer or one of their higher up, uh, sorry, one of their one of their um, you know um, agents underneath or officers underneath, if you haven't been formally given something in writing informing you of those directions, you can't be obligated to follow them. Okay, just putting something on the TV or the mainstream media isn't enough. Um, they've failed in their obligation to follow their own rules, and yet they want to find everybody to the point of destroying businesses, destroying families, destroying people's happiness and joy because you're not following their directions, even though they haven't informed us of those directions the way their own act says they have to. This is called hypocrisy, and these people need to be held to account, but they won't be held to account if people like myself um, don't go all the way through the courts because you have to go through the courts to get a result, okay? You can you can yell and scream all you like about it and tell everyone how bad it is, but you've got to go through the courts because that's where the power is and that's where the power to change the system is. So, you know, that's obviously why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the show today. We're going to talk about that, but, you know, that's what I'm, I'm going to be doing is going all the way through the courts, um, you know, and maximising all of the evidence that we have. I mean, I've got clear footage that proves that I didn't commit the offences that they claim. I've got clear, you know, um, statements from the police that contradict their own body camera footage, not not just slightly, like completely contradicted. And it's this is the evil that happens all the time. And I was talking to a friend's lawyer and this particular friend, um, his lawyer said to me, look, the police do this all the time. He said, no one cares, Nick. No one cares what's happening to you. No one cares. I said, you're wrong. People do care now because so many people have been hurt by the police on, on this particular issue. Uh, and, and now there's a lot of people that are awake to it and they have realised what the police really are. Um, and, and for the most part, I'm not saying every police officer because I've met some really good ones that, that, are, that are decent, that are, that are about it for the right reason. But there are there is a huge majority of the police that are literally there just getting paid like a pack of animals to go and do whatever, you know, like whatever their, their their lords and masters tell them to do. Maybe that's why they used to call them blue healers on that TV show, you know, like herding up the cattle because that's how we've been treated and we can't forget that. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's what I, I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to go all the way um, through the courts to, to try to um, not just win. I mean, I don't have any, any doubts of a win in court, um, you know, but I want to maximise what we do when we go through the courts. So we go to the county court for a jury trial, um, and then we might have to up it to to um, higher jurisdictional courts to have some some precedents set and changed. Uh, going back to to you mentioned the 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 fines and what is that uh, the the standard fine that began at what is it uh, sixteen hundred and fifty two and then there was what is it if you intended an authorized. Uh, gathering it was a five grand uh fine and this is from the the abc uh back in march that uh, nearly all the fines are, are unpaid and it also mentions the 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 that uh covid fines they uh disproportionately uh affected uh the, the, the uh, working class uh, those uh, uh, those who were not in uh, in stable stable accommodation or had uh, stable uh, stable lifestyles or, or incomes. This is the the, gra- the graph here. Uh, outstanding seventy three percent. Look at that. Cancelled, withdrawn, 
uh, 20%. So there's a 20% yeah. error rate uh, with the, this is just the fines in 2021, and uh, 6% uh, of people have have paid them. And I don't know what the, the other one is. Yeah, I mean, how, how would you feel if, if you were given a $5,000 fine, a $20,000 fine, or any of these ridiculous fines, when you weren't even informed of what the rules were, and the like in my situation, right, when, when I killed my position at my gym, and I said, I'm not going to shut the gym down until the, you know, unless the, the police or the government um, pay me for my losses, uh, and they, you know, you know what they said to me? Well, go on, on you got to get go to Centrelink and they'll give you some job paper. I said, no, no, I don't qualify. We're not having a good year this year with our business anyway, because I've had that. I had my, my gym for 12 years. I had to close my gym by the way, as well. Um, I had, and then I, I wasn't having a great year when the COVID man started and then they, and so I couldn't get job keeper anyway. So even if I wanted to, which, you know, that's here, there, or it does, that doesn't even matter. But even if I wanted to, I couldn't get that payment. And then, and I, and what Centrelink said to me is, but we can give you job seeker payments, which is like 300 bucks a week. I've got a family of four uh, little ones, my wife, and, um, and but you've got to wait six weeks to get paid. So what we're dealing with is, is a, a situation they've created where they expect people in my position to just shut their business down and beg for six weeks because I don't have a whole lot of cash in the bank. I, I live day to day when I have a bad year. Then I have a good year. I, I've got money in the bank. That's how it is with when you, you know, a small business owner. Which I'm not anymore because you know they've they've done their their due diligence to make sure that I'm not. <clears throat> and going back to uh, this article here, so it says Victoria Police firm on infringement notices. They said that fines played an important role in keeping Victorians safe during the pandemic. Anyone caught flouting the rules and putting themselves and those around them at risk were fine regardless of of where they 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 lived. And it has here Shea Patton says he was yet to be convinced officers had acted disproportionately when enforcing lockdown rules. Uh, people who received infringement wouldn't have been given them just on a whim. That's what he says. Well, it's interesting because you've got you've got now um, there's not enough ambulance, you know, uh, paramedics and ambos around to to deal with all the sick people, which you know, and I don't believe it's it's from this alleged you know virus that they claim that it's you know I don't believe it's from monkeypox. Okay, so there's a lot of sick people. Uh, we don't have enough police, don't have enough um, you know nurses, enough of any of these anymore because of what the government has done. Okay, so the government has created a situation where we are very, we are in a lot of danger um, and it's a very volatile situation that they've created um, and the, the economy is not doing real well either. So they've created it. It's all been the government response to this, to this narrative they've created. That's all it is. It's not real. It's none of it's real. If you remove the government from it, we would actually, we would be living a lot better and that would probably be a lot happier. I mentioned the the COVID stats at the beginning because it, it, I, in 2020, Dan Andrews declared a state of disaster over what is it, 700 new cases in a in a day, and like it's the reason that uh, we're told we're able to to live with COVID now is because of the 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 vaccines, but uh, like it's I think it's like you and I have been saying we should have been living this way uh, from the, the beginning. I mean, uh, during previous pandemics, lockdowns, 
were considered just disproportionate. And we've seen the uh, the the no lockdown. Well, I shouldn't call them experiments, but just basically uh, practicing what should have been practiced. Uh, Sweden and and Florida. I there's. I think uh, a lot of people should be reflecting, like, what was the point if it's just these these huge stats every day? Yeah, well, especially when you you, you know you, you realise that the the definition of of pandemics changed to you know to where it's no longer you know people that are that are you know dying or in critically ill. It's just people that have test positive to a particular thing, right? So you know things like I haven't seen people dropping dead on the street. Never did. I don't think you have. And I would say that probably no. the majority of us have not seen that. So this idea that they've presented on the TV is just a lie. Just like the, when they said that they shut my gym down on Channel 7 News um, and in all those papers, and they said that, that my gym was shut down. That was a lie because uh, my gym wasn't shut down. They didn't, the police, they were, we had 18 police cars that turned up to the gym and Channel 7, um, but they, no one entered the, the property because we weren't there and the gates were shut. They never entered the property. Just like when the um, when the police said that I um, I punched a, a police officer the first time because I was I've got a, a trial for another rally where I was assaulted, but they've said that I've assaulted them, which seems to be a standard thing. Um, so this the is the, the photo here where, like, yeah, uh, you're obviously yeah you're out of control there. Like, I mean, look how uh, yeah. there's that uh, you know dangerous you are just on the on the ground there. Yeah, yeah, and then and of course they said that I punched a police officer on all the news channels. Yet there was no punch thrown in on that day, um, and there probably should have been, you know, because I would have been justified in what the police were doing to uh, unlawfully arresting this woman, um, going after me. But anyway, that so they just lie on that on that occasion. They did the same thing when they showed a picture of me throwing a punch at a police officer. Um, a year later at a rally, when actually what happened was the police told us to leave the area. We did, and we were going home, and then the police stalked us and assaulted us multiple times on the way. It was the public order response team. And finally, because we were, we were, you know, I guess we our values were were such that we weren't going to, we, we could see that they were trying to stir us up and get us to react by by blocking off the roads. And as we walk around, they'll start pushing us and screaming and yelling at us because that's what police do. They don't know how to, how to de-escalate anything. And then they ran across the road and they started just punching up my mate, just bashing him and and we've gone into defending which we have every right to do and every barrister and every police officer i've spoken about is about this has said you haven't done anything wrong nick um and i don't you know and they think that i'll get off this but i want to i want to further this you know because the mainstream media their involvement's been a huge part of it they actually said that that i you know i was violent and and they made out you know this this beat up piece about the protesters and of course the front page of the age was me throwing a punch um, and the people filming and taking those photos saw the whole thing, but they chose to run with that image, didn't they? They didn't choose to put the image of the police punching my mate up. No, because that that would break the the, the, the narrative created by the government. What they did is they wanted to the, the government have been creating this narrative that we're all extremists, we're all conspiracy theorists, um, and they want to run with that. So they they're just media whores. That's all they are. They're media whores, and they they don't have any integrity. The police that that are engaged in this are the same. I mean, I had there were about twenty police officers that wrote false statements up. I'm amazed that not one of those police officers on that particular day in 2021, you know, did the right thing and said, you know what, 
you guys are all lying. We did the wrong thing, and I'm going to tell the truth. None of them did. Isn't that amazing? That, 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 that and that's how I gauge it. I go, well, if not one of those twenty police yeah. officers did the right thing, then then I, I think you, you, you're too far gone now. They all stick to stick together. I, I mean, uh, I interviewed last year. Uh, you've probably heard of uh, Evelyn Ray. Uh, she's a, a a commentator and uh, is active on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. She spoke at some of the uh, Sydney Freedom Rally. She spoke about the culture of the the police, how you like bleed blue, and it's it's like a culture sort of touch one uh touch all and uh, i can probably see that uh, that uh, a lot of uh police uh, prosecution resources would be would have have been thrown at uh putting a a case uh, uh, against you that's maybe why we don't see luke cornelius uh on the on the tv uh anymore he's he's busy uh trying to to get a case to to lock you away he's probably watching right now uh binging on um some kfc and Krispy Kreme donuts uh hello uh luke uh, hi luke but, how are you mate but um it seems that uh what they're trying to to get you on and this is sort of i've heard other people uh talk about like uh the fact that it wasn't you who was physically under threat, it was your your friends. So you you weren't self-defending yourself, you're self-defending someone else, and which is when you're up against yeah. the police. Yeah, well that's it's it's really simple. The 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 self-defense is 322K of our crimes act, and it says in there you can defend the person or another person. That's it. You, you don't self-defense isn't just to defend yourself. You can defend others that are being that are being have crimes committed against them. If someone's detaining someone against you know um, depriving them of their liberty, detaining someone unlawfully, arresting someone unlawfully, assaulting someone, you have every right to defend them. Um, our law allows that, except if it's against police. Because if it's against police, well, the law doesn't matter anymore. They just do whatever they want. That's pretty much how I've been interpreting the the law over the the, the past uh, two years. I mean, you saw that uh, the police officer who stomped on that uh, mentally ill man's head got away with it. The uh, police officer who choked that woman for not wearing a mask, even though she had an exemption, uh, got away with it. The only uh, prosecution uh, that is is happening is the police officer who body slammed that uh that that person into the pavement at the the steps of uh flinders street station the the old lady who was hit and uh pepper sprayed while she was on the ground there's that internal investigation apparently can't go anywhere because the the old lady won't uh cooperate yeah and this is the thing so in order to change the system, and you have to go all the way through the system. Now, the process is really taxing and grueling because what happens is they they wear, they wear you out, right? They it cost you a lot of money. Now, the police aren't paying any money to go to court, okay, and bear witness against me and lie, and that doesn't cost them any money. They're actually getting paid to do that, whereas I'm I'm not getting paid. I've had my business destroyed, right? This is the power that they have, right? I. I I have had my business destroyed and now I've got to somehow get money to, to, to have proper representation 
Now, I could probably, I could represent myself. I've done that in, in many other cases, but this one's too important because the police stuffed up so badly. Okay, so I've got, I've got court coming up next week. I've got two court cases, one to do with my gym, opening my gym up during a lockdown, the other one for, for another interaction with one of the police officers who stalked me into a shopping centre car park um, a year prior to the, the 2021 rally where and he, and he actually ran across the road in, in that rally. He was one of the same police officers, one of these port member of the port squad. So I've got these other ones that aren't really that important. I, I can deal with those myself, but I've got this big one where I go, we have to take this all the way because we have clear, clear evidence of what the police are doing. We have enough witnesses and we have the, the we have false statements that have been perjured by these by these corrupt, corrupt police. And we need to fight this corrupt police. We need to stop it because it's it's power gone crazy, right? Power corrupts people. And they've got the worst of people, obviously, in the police force doing this. Now, not all of them. I've met some good ones. I've met some good ones that have said to me, Nick, I, I, I hope you win and I hope you get those guys. And these are active police officers now. So there are some, but I haven't met that many. Okay, so there's something in the police force that is so rife and disgusting that needs to change. Well, I have the ability to do that. Um, a lot of people don't have the ability to do it, even if they've been assaulted really badly and it's really clear because they don't have the resources, maybe they don't have the will to go all the way through the courts. They just want it to end. And a lot of people, they just plea up. So they'll just go, Look, I'll just plead guilty to the small ones uh, so that I can get off the rest of them, right? And that's this is what the um, a police officer, the former police officer, who was online with us the other day said this is what they used to do is it's called a it's called the the um, lettuce cheese tomato okay it's your standard operating procedure is if the police go too far what they do is they will charge them with assault um uh intentionally called i think it's in, one of them's assault one of the assault charges and resist arrest and it's their standard operating procedure so then you have to defend yourself and go through all of this pain and suffering before you can even start to get advantage over them and this is what's happening all the time and obviously a lot of these people like this you know the, the lady that was pushed over that she probably just thinks you know what i just want to i don't want to spend my the next 10 years fighting these people in the courts um but that is what happens sometimes like karina horvath versus australia she was a woman who who won but it took her 20 about 21 years to win against the police who kicked in her door bashed her up broke her nose she was unconscious and she just kept losing and losing. And in the end, she ha they had to change the system to accommodate for her situation and they did. So now it's faster. It doesn't take 21 years to prosecute the police. But I'm, I'm willing to go all the way um, and I've got a lot of people backing me, which is, which is why I can do it. But if you didn't have that, there's no way you can fund it yourself unless you're very wealthy. So basically justice is for the people with money and maybe those who have the morals. We have to have the morals and the money to get it. If you don't have that, there's no way you can really win unless you have the knowledge to do it yourself, which is incredibly hard because how do you do all of the paperwork, all of the research and all of the rest of it while you're working a job and having a family? It's it's basically impossible. So that's why um, you know I'm in a different situation because I do have some knowledge and I have a lot of friends that have a lot of knowledge, and I've got people backing me um, to to fund my you know part of my legal my legal um, costs. Um, you know, I know we're still fundraising, trying to trying to raise funds so that we can you know take it all the way and um, you know and win. And I won't give up until it's done, the job's done. 
And it will be a high stakes trial uh, later this year, because if you're found uh, guilty and convicted, uh, you'll face a mandatory minimum of six months imprisonment and the the police the victoria police will will be wanting your sentence to be as as long as as possible now you've got uh four uh children you've got a a very supportive wife uh, as well i is uh like if you you are uh, obviously you're going to appeal, uh, but have you and your family prepared for the the possibility that well you spent 29 days in prison last year that you could be spending a lot lot more? Look, it, this world I've discovered is just an, a very evil place. It doesn't like the truth. Okay. I mean, this we live in a world where basically they're transitioning they're transitioning boys into girls and girls into boys without the parents' consent. We live in a world where they can't define what a what a woman is in the Western in Western society. We live in a world where they where they you know they pillage and plunder uh, poorer nations. Right. We live in a world where you know they they we've had full term abortion. You know where they can and in I think in the um, California. Your baby can be three weeks old, and you can you can kill it, right? This is we live in a really backward world. It's a sick world, and the legal system is is consistent with that. I mean, we just saw what happened to the Aussie Cossack, you know, and he's uh, you know he's ten months in jail for for naming a naming somebody that he wasn't meant to name, who's committed very very um, horrendous crimes against children, you know. That's and he gets ten months in jail. So we can see what it is, um, and that's why I need people to back me i need i need i need the people with me because i can't do this by myself i can't take on the state but i've got a lot of people backing me a lot of people behind me where we're we're getting the resources to pay and i won't quit there's no way the police can say to me look we're gonna look if you just plead guilty to this one we'll let the rest of them go no no yeah you're never gonna do that never never i would go to jail for the rest of my life before i would do that it would never happen we're going to fight you to the very to the bitter end because the truth does prevail, and I truly believe that, and, I, and it has been my experience. Uh, on the the Aussie Cossack uh, Simeon uh, Boykov, so it's a ten month maximum sentence with six months non non parole. Uh, up on uh, the Aussie Cossack channel, Mrs. Cossack uh, uploaded uh, this video uh, discussing how she was feeling. Hello everyone, today is 30th of June and I'm at Belvoir local courthouse, the Aussie Cossack. My husband was just sentenced to 10 months with 6 months non-parole period. I'm shocked, I'm devastated. Uh, he has instructed his barista to file an appeal to district court. Uh, Thank you very much for all your donations. Thank you so much for all your support for the postcards that you've sent to Simeon. Uh, it's very important. Uh, that holds him positive and he is very strong. The Ozzy Kozak now is in Long Bay Correctional Facility. He's not allowed any visitors because of his status and um, he has been declared as a 
national security risk. We'll update you with more. Thank you. So he's basically in sol solitary for, well, because he's not jabbed and because he's deemed a uh, national security risk or threat uh, because of his uh, assumed pro-Russian views. Yeah, look, they create anything, you know, any anything like that. I mean, they they said that I was uh, was an extremist because I had I started a Christian group called the Australian Peacemakers, and they said that um this was in court. They said that I was um uh, because I, they denied me bail, so I had to wait twenty nine days to get another bail hearing. Right, so I'm just sitting in jail, and they um the prosecution was saying you know that I'm um you know I've I've been saying I'm telling people to fight with police and get people from the fight gyms to fight with police and they even they even they just lie and they said this and it was it we said well what video did, did i say that and then they mentioned a particular video well we watched that video and we and we saw that i and i knew i didn't say that and it was just a lie complete fabrication and this is what they do they'll create anything they can to put you away and keep you there they don't care if it's true it's like the Monica Smith that gets done for incitement. What, what incitement? What, what, when, how was she inciting people to go and commit violent crimes? To commit crimes, right? Oh, because she suggested not following the show directions. How is that? That can't be incitement. It, it actually doesn't meet the definition for incitement. The virus is, is violence, but uh, the virus is not violence now. And then you've got, you know, you've got the, um, you know, like um, Paul Furlong, the church pastor, you know. Yeah, he got, he got, late last year. Yeah, and so he's, so he's, he's gets these incitement charges. They create this thing, this, this narrative about people like they're really dangerous and they're a threat. You know, he's a threat because he wanted to, um, he wanted to run church. That was, that was the, that was his, his, his. The, the dangerous aspect to his, his existence was that I want to bring people to, to church and to Jesus. That's all he wanted to do. That's his whole life. And for doing that, they put him in jail as well. And then we ran the church for him that day that he went, he got put in jail. And, and then the police turned up at the church, which was outdoors as well. And, and he, they, they violently assaulted Anthony Lev, one of the guys that was at the church and grabbed him in a, in a, in a headlock and threw him, just threw him, tossed him around like a, like a, you know, a sack of potatoes on the ground. And it, that's what they do. So it's all backwards. There's no logic. Don't even think about using logic in this. There's no logic to it. It's just, it's just people that have power issues and they have to, they have to control the narrative and people like Simeon Boykoff who's got a big, a big following and he's speaking out against them. Well, we, you know, I'm sure they have their meetings, all these elite people in their, you know, in their little lodges where they say, you know, how do we deal with him? What are we going to do? And they, they think about these things, you know, and they're always looking for some way to put them in jail. Now he said something about someone which was true. He didn't lie. He told the truth. And I believe that's a truth that should be out. That's my opinion. Um, and he, and he, he, but the government protects people that commit those kinds of crimes for some reason. And they, they would have gone, yes, that's our chance. We can put him in jail. We can, how can we can put him in jail for a long time now. We can, you know, that's it. They, they, and that's a, a really a statement to the rest of the people. Don't do what he did. Yes, exactly. You. Yeah. And uh, when like, 
prisons are still they're basically still covert uh gulags like it's yeah. it, it, it's like it's the the height of the, the 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 pandemic and well especially if you're a a prisoner that's uh, that's that's unjabbed you basically get the the Hannibal Lecter uh, treatment uh, yeah. last year the police also dislocated your your shoulder uh, so yeah. you you came off second second best in in that uh, in that scuffle uh, but uh, what was the the protocols like what well, the the COVID protocols during your your stay well the first 15 days actually it was 15 days it's actually 14 but I got an extra one an extra day of the first 15 so was um, complete isolation. You know, it's just it's to mess with your head. So full twenty four hours. Not were you even allowed out for like say like a you know day six. Day six, I got to walk in the corridor for ten minutes, and then the next nine days, I got to I got to walk in the corridor for twenty minutes. That's it. Yeah, because um, you know the 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 virus it, it's 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 so dangerous. But it was like the first six days, it was unsafe for you to to leave at all. But it was okay for what is that 10, 20 minutes uh, later on. I've I've stopped thinking about logic. There's no there's no logic to it. It's oh, just I think it's still worth reminding people about just how. Yeah ridiculous this all was because of the uh like, like the the way that we're living with covid now like i i've stayed in my position i mean uh, you're out and about now uh, i mean it's only the 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 hypochondriacs who still wear the 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 masks like it's and the the QR codes they're thankfully gone. Most of the mandates are as well. I mean, how do you reflect on how Victoria is now compared to uh, what we were subjected to uh, in 2020, 2021? Um, I actually I was happy with the with the government pushing it even further because I I know they went too far and they and the people realised that it's what what's happening is just outright crazy. And I was like, I, I think it's good that the people experience that so that they realize what these what these people are. They shouldn't have this much power in the first place. Governments are they're meant to be there. The only purpose for a government is to be there to protect your your, your, your you know your liberty and your property. That's it. That's the reason for it. We didn't we don't we're not meant to have rulers. We're meant to have public servants, but we've ended up with rulers. They've switched yeah. the role. You know, they're the rulers. Yeah. They rule over us, and we saw that. Um, but this—the reason that this happens now—the governments aren't the ones do it committing the crimes. It's always the ignorant people that go along with it. That's the lowest common denominator. They're the minions, right? And that's the problem. We've got plenty of minions. We don't have a lot of people that are that are moral. That go, you know what? This is wrong, uh, and they listen to their conscience and they follow that. We have a because we have we do have them, but we don't have as many as we do of the other. Um, and it's interesting because there's a book called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, and I read this not long ago. And um, and in that book, it, it, this actually represents the build the policy adopted by the Bilderberg Group in 1954. I don't know if you know who the Bilderberg Group is. They're kind of the movers and shakers of what, how the world's going to go. It's the top yes. people in the industry, and they have meeting every I think it's every four years that they, they have a meeting. But yeah, they, they and this is it said that the the education given to the low class, the lower class, must be of the poorest sort. So that the motive of ignorance isolating the inferior class from the superior class 
uh, is and remains incomprehensible to the inferior class. With such an initial handicap, even bright lower class individuals have little, if any, hope of extricating themselves from their asylum in life. That's literally what it says in that book. Um, this is, and, I, and this was in 1954. So you look at it and you go, well, because I look at the education system now and I go, it really does, because I've homeschooled my little ones. The education system really does teach people to, to worship government and to worship men and women who have a title next to their name, like they're, they're, they're special, okay, that gives respect to persons. And, I, and, I, and we, we've been trained to believe that, you know, you've, you, you've got to pay your taxes, you've got to do this, you've got to do that without question. And that's, that's why it's so dangerous. You've got people turning up to, I mean, you've got people, I had, I had COVID marshals turn up to my gym and they're asking me about, about um, putting, you know, my, what do they call it, a COVID safe plan. And I said, look, I'll provide that for you when you provide me some evidence that I'm required to provide that to you. And I was hoping that he was going to engage with me and say, well, you have to or something like that. But, I, I, but he didn't. But if he had, I would have said, are, are, you provide, are you paying me to do this work for you? Because if you're not, then that's the definition of slavery. You want me to work for you and, and create a, a COVID safe plan for you so that, which I don't want to do and I don't believe in, but I'm expected to do that work and it's laborsome. It's, it's, and I don't want to do or it. Else and you I'll take me. more of your money. That's the, that's the, the threat. I mean, throughout the, the, these uh, COVID, uh, COVID safe uh, plans that businesses had to provide and enforce, that was governments getting businesses to do their dirty work for them. Yes, exactly. And that, and that's the problem. They're the minions. They're the ones that are, that are, that are enforcing the madness on the rest of us. It's not the government's. The governments are like, you know, they're just shouting this noise out, out of their, you know, their, their safe spaces to the rest of the world through the mainstream media. But then you've got these people below them that believe it. I've got to do that. So what they're doing is they're saying, look, my conscience says this is wrong, but I'm not going to listen to that. The light of God that's within me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go along with what the government says because that's the that because they really think of government like God like the highest authority. That's what it is. Forget the conscience. Forget what you know is moral and correct, you know, because the government said so. That's what it is. And that's that's what we saw uh, throughout this past past two years, that when governments, like, they uh, ratcheted up the rules, uh, there was almost universal compliance. And when they relaxed them, for example, the, the mask rules, they just, the mask came off automatically. Uh, and uh, when the QR codes were were finally gone, they they disappeared completely. Like um, I think it's yeah. disappeared into a lot of people's memory hole uh, that to go into any uh, business you had to basically uh, put uh, put your information into a government database and like. Obviously, uh, you're right that uh, the, the well, particularly the Victorian government, uh, pushing Victorians uh, too far. We saw the the week of rage in uh, September 2021, but we also saw, uh, well, for the first time in uh, January of this year, when the the Omicron wave just swept the the nation, heaps of people getting COVID and vaccinated or unvaccinated, it was was mild, and they're like, oh. That was all. Let's just get along with life. Yeah, yeah. Now you've got, you know, you've got all these all these economic problems that aren't going to go away now. You know, all these health problems now. There's a lot of people getting sick. 
after getting these jabs and I've met many of them. I know many of them. Um, but you know that, but then trying to prove that is another thing. You know, I, I know a few people that have actually got paperwork stating that, you know, they, they have had an adverse reaction and they're stuffed. These people are stuffed. They might not ever come good. Right. And that's on paper, but how hard it is to get that paper as well is another part of this whole, you know, complex that they've created. It's absolutely evil and it's brilliant. And that, but, but it's not even so much that it's brilliant. It's brilliant how they've been able to diminish the people into believing this and going along with it and giving all their heart, mind, mind and strength over to something that is so obviously against the human conscience and against what's right and reasonable in the mind. That is the incredible part about this, and that's the brilliant component of it. But I think that goes back to what was in that that book, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, where the education given to the lower class must be of the poorest sort. You know, because they, you know, if we were, if we understood morals, if we understood all these things, and we understood critical thinking, which critical thinking is not, and the reason I'm bringing up education is because that's a root cause of a lot of our problems. Okay, if people knew how to think for themselves, and I don't think most people do. Because I think most people, they, they, they think in their minds that they have their own thoughts, but the thoughts they have are actually from the mainstream media. That's what they have. And they speak as, as though the Channel 9 is speaking through them or, they, or Sky News is speaking through them. And so they don't have their original thoughts because they're not critically thinking about things themselves, which takes away our creativity. Um, and that's, one of the, that's the actual reason, the main reason why I'm such a big believer in homeschooling because even if you don't teach maths or reading as well as the school, you're teaching them how to think for themselves and how to be what, who they're meant to be rather than conforming to fit a mold that might not be them or their character. It was uh, one of the, the most uh, disgraceful things that children uh, were muzzled at school for, for for so long like it just broke my heart to, to see those photos of kids in classrooms uh with with masks on classical conditioning of the children yeah it's classical conditioning my um my boy was doing a homeschool art class and you know and he had a, a teacher in the class she um she tried to um tell him that he should have he needs to get um get vaccinated we all have to get vaccinated and my my son's 10 he was he would have been nine at the time he's like no no we, we have human rights and, and she says no you don't have a right to, to refuse the vaccine she says yes you do and, and my son's standing up to to the teacher and actually a lot of the other kids in that class they were all of the same mindset that, that our family is as well they're from families that don't believe the narrative um so the majority backed him but you can see that that's if he was just in the school I don't think I would have. He would have been able to do that. He wouldn't. Be, he wouldn't have had the knowledge and the capacity to do that, because you're basically trying to offset with the time you spend with your children if they're at school uh, with with your values, and it's a conflict. You're thinking these two op- two options that that are going to war with each other. But at least when I have I have my boys with me for the most part, um, they're getting the values that I believe in, and I and I, obviously I want what's best for my little ones. The state doesn't. The state doesn't. The state wants them to be minions to go along with the government. That's all they want. They don't care about them. I care about them, and that's why I think homeschooling is such a beautiful thing. And when I when I saw all the um, the muzzling of the little ones, and now they're they're, they're really pushing the jabs on them as well. Like yeah, uh, well, coming coming soon is the uh, mRNA Pfizer and Moderna jabs for six months 
uh, to, to five-year-olds. And also uh, coming in around August is the, the Omicron-tailored boosters uh, for, for everyone, which, because uh, it was, we're up to, what is it, Omicron uh, BS 4 and 5 now? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, how you know, like it's it's almost, it really is like an IQ test. And, and that's the sad part is, you know, you can tell people that and show people how how wrong this is, that people can't see it. And this is, I don't know if you remember or have seen a, um, an interview with a guy named Yuri Bezmanov, and he was speaking to, uh, was in, I think it was 1986, 1985, to um, a guy named G. Edward Griffin. He's the guy that wrote the book, um, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Yes, I think I've seen that video. Yeah, and he, he basically says, Yuri Bezmanov says, because he was a KGB defector, he says, you know, we're not going to remove the truth from people. The, the plan is to corrupt the minds of those people so that when they're faced with the truth, they can't comprehend it. And I go, wow, that was in 1985. That's brilliant because you try to show people the truth and the stats and you try to get them to comprehend it and they can't. And I'm not saying everybody. Obviously, there's people that watch this show can, but the majority can't. Or they, they struggle to do that. It's like their minds, something's blocking their ability to think about these things because there's a voice inside saying, no, it's wrong, don't listen. And so they can't critically think because something's in there blocking their ability to rationally think about what's going on and see the, uh, uh, the full perspective uh, or at least a higher perspective where they can see, you know, what, it's starting here, it's ending there. These are the results. These are the variables. It doesn't add up. They can't seem to do that. And that's been done to us. I truly believe that that's been done to the people because I, I don't think this could have been done 100 years ago. I, I think people were able to think uh, for themselves better. I, maybe I'm wrong, you know, but I spent a lot of time with my, my grandfather and he was from, you know, way back, not maybe not 100 years ago, but he was from, you know, a long time ago and, and he was a very much a critical thinker. Um, he wasn't indoctrinated into the system, but it seems to have been, you know, the, the later generations. And I think we're going back the other way now where a lot of people are pulling out of the system. And you can see this sort of this um, exodus out of the system with the homeschooling groups and how big they are now. They used to, when we, because we've homeschooled the whole time, uh, but, you know, and we used to get like, a, you know, maybe six, eight people in a homeschool group. Now there's sometimes like 50 people there. So you can see the numbers are different and there's a lot more homeschool groups too. So there's a lot more people doing it. They just don't want any part of this system because they can see that it's corrupted. And, you know, we don't want our kids, you know, engaging in that. We don't want our kids' minds being being seared with a hot iron and, and having their conscience and their light just taken away and believe that they're, they're just this this piece of merchandise um, and, and that's all they are. You know, how much money they can make is, is all they ask. They've got to memorise everything um, that, that, the, that they're told to so that they can get a job that pays them money so that becomes their life and their identity rather than actually becoming who they're meant to be in this world and thinking for themselves and actually being creative. The reason why, like, you've got a, a jury trial, the reason why I think it's possible that uh, there could be unanimous jury uh, verdict finding you guilty is because of what you've described. I mean, they'll be taking instruction from the the judge. And if you look at the the reason why uh, the governments for so long got away with the the, the lockdowns and the the mandates is because they uh, they they knew they had popular support 
And so you could get a jury of, of 12 people who basically uh, have uh, bought into it and uh, believe that you're this uh, extremist uh, person who, uh, who went around looking for fights with police. Yeah, and they can also have a, you know, you can have a set-up jury as well. It can be like relatives and friends of the police. Like that that's a fact. That can happen. So you've got to do some due diligence on that as well. But at the end of the day, um, I don't worry about the things I can't, I don't have control over. There's no point. Why worry about it? I have no control over that. And I learned that as a professional fighter. So we're going to fight another opponent. You know, study how they fight and everything. But when I go out there to fight, I don't worry about what they're going to do. Because it doesn't help me. It just it diminishes me. So what I do is I go, what am I going to do? And I just solely focus on that. And I think we have a very good case because I believe the police went so far beyond what they should have done. They, they can't cover it up. They've stuffed up. In my opinion, they've just stuffed up and they've, they've done it. In a, you know, in, And then they've tried to cover it up and that's, that's ended up blowing up as well. Um, and they ha- can't cover it up. It's, it's all going to come out. And, um, you know, we might even get, you know, oh, who knows? I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want, I don't want to give anything away, but we're coming for you. Okay. If any police are watching this, we're coming for you. You're not going to get away with it. And even if I sit in prison for years, I will keep fighting your life until you get, you know, you, you receive the penalty that's deserving. It's got, never going to go away in your whole life if you think that, you know, give me in jail and you win because I'm not going away. I'll be working in the background until I get you. And it's going to happen. So my suggestion is to those police, tell the truth, okay, acknowledge it and do the right thing, okay, rather than keep lying and trying to cover it up and put me in jail when you've done the wrong thing. We all know you have. Uh, People have seen it. It's black and white clear. Um, so that's anyway, that's all I want to say on, on that issue, you know, is, is, you know, if anyone wants to support me, you know, please, please do. Uh, but I'm yep, going out. So and, um, you go to a, it's a AustralianPeacemakers.com dot, uh, donate, or there is the, the, in the, the, the video that I, I played at the beginning, fightcorruptpolice.com redirects uh, there. Yeah, that just goes right there, fightcorruptpolice.com. Yep. And if you can, I've got a few videos there that, of what happened. Um, you know, so people can see the footage of what's actually happened um, and, the, and the body cam footage. So, you know, you got this, you got this city protest full video. Um, it's, and it shows everything, all of what they did and you can see it broken down. Um, and they've committed a lot of, a lot of offenses, you know, very, very criminal offenses. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to expose it all. You know, what were we doing? We were, we were, we went to go to a rally. We went to go to a rally. That's all we went to do. And we, then we couldn't get it. Then we were told to leave and we did. And then we were assaulted for leaving. That was it. That's and this was That's all called a, a public health response, but we all know it was a police state uh, response. They, they always had enough uh, police uh, during this uh, public health uh, response, but we were told that uh, there, there was never going to be enough uh, doctors and, and nurses, uh, uh, though the police seem to have uh, endless resources. Why couldn't that be put into the, the health system? But uh, this year, now that uh, there's a, a shortage of uh, police, uh, this is uh, uh, from Seven News uh, and featuring the uh, Police Association Secretary Wayne Gatt. 
Police is facing a staffing crisis with at least three stations forced to close this weekend. The state government is blaming the shortfall on sick workers, but the Police Association says the force is being poorly run. Sunbury today felt the impact of a shortage of available police, the 24-hour station without enough frontline officers to operate a divvy van. The closest available police vans were in Broadmeadows and Craigieburn. The Police Association believes the force isn't meeting minimum service standards for the community. McDonald's is servicing the community of Victoria better than Victoria Police at this point in time. 24-hour stations at Williamstown and at Sandringham closed the doors to the public yesterday because police at neighbouring stations were off sick. Victoria Police receive record amounts of funding and have record delivery of frontline and um, specialist delivery of police right across the state. The Police Association believes the allocation of almost 18,000 officers and PSOs is a bigger problem than absenteeism. It wants to see 420 officers currently working on police task forces to be reallocated to stations. This is on Victoria Police. Their allocation model is completely wrong and their management of police stations and their management of their own resources is almost non-existent. Up to 50 police were allocated to a task force operating in Melbourne's northwest this weekend as the Sunbury station was left understaffed. That's a flawed model. That's absolutely bonkers. Chief Crime Reporter Cameron Bowe has an update from Police Cam. They've moved to reassure the public... Beck, Victoria Police is insisting that the temporary closure of the stations didn't slow their response times. They did consider calling up members of a task force to help out at Williamstown, but decided against that on the basis that those police had already covered a protest in the city yesterday, Beck. OK, Cam, thank you. Oh, no, there's not enough police on the, the beat. Uh, <laughs> that was well, my reaction. Plenty of criminals and thieves out there. You know, there's plenty of, um, you know, home invasions. That really happens. I know, a few, I know a few people that have had home invasions in their home. Oh, and you're not allowed to defend yourself with anything substantial. You can't, you're not allowed to have a gun to defend yourself. They have guns. All the criminals have guns. All of them do. All the bad ones do. But you're not allowed to have one to defend yourself. But there's no police to defend you either. So basically... Oh, but there's, there's some for a task force in the, for a protest in the city. There's enough for that, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, that's because that's that's real police work now. That's the new police work, you know. The um, and they've really they've done such a good job of disarming people in every way. Like a friend of mine, he's a footy coach, and he said, he said to me, he goes, "There's this kid, and he, he's a he's a young kid, and he's seven, and he told me that like he just swore at him, like like terrible. I'm not even going to say what this kid said. And he goes, I don't know what to do. I'm not allowed to discipline him. I can't do anything." I said, and that's the problem because you're not allowed to do anything. You know, you're not meant to discipline kids. You're going to let them do whatever they want. You know, this is the problem. They've disarmed us. They've taken away our words. We can't say certain words because that could be excitement. That could be extreme. It could, could be extreme. Oh, could also, be extreme. what is it? Uh, like uh, words can also be be hate speech. Uh, you can uh, yeah. go, to, go to prison uh, for that. Also can go to prison for, what is it, uh, uh, drawing uh, a certain symbol in in public, or what's the the new offence? Uh, what is it? Five years imprisonment for conduct that is grossly offensive to public decency, something like that. 
I didn't even know that one. But it oh, it's, it's supposed to deal with, uh, what is it, uh, what Richard Pussy did filming Dying Police. And they were, were promised that this will only be for, like, really obscene acts like he did. But we've seen how they've weaponized all these other acts in the past. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we should give the government any power. They just abuse it. They can't not abuse it. It's gone to their head. Power corrupts, right? And this is the problem. It corrupts them. You've given them so much power and we've given all our power over to them where they, they do everything for us. This is the problem with our, with our system that we have. It's don't, you can't do anything. You can't say anything. You've got to let us, you know, we've got to let us do it. And, and the state just steals from people. They take their houses off them for not paying rates. You know, who, who are the councils That's anyway? Uh, what they well, what I know they're doing in in New in New South Wales for unpaid fines, like suspending drivers' licences, making yeah. it difficult for those people with unpaid fines to to access certain things. Now, how is that serving the public? How is, how are they actually helping the public to function? How are they helping people to have a better quality of life? They are not. It's all about control. Yeah, it's, it's about and it's about making people obey the rules, as Dan Andrews always oh, said. By completely destroying their lives because of something that's probably some strict liability thing. And it's interesting. So I think it was random breath tests that we had in. Now, I don't even drink. I don't even drink alcohol. No, you but, don't. No. But random breath tests, I'm, I'm pretty sure that became a strict liability issue here with only a few hundred people rallying parliament to get that to happen. And, and someone said to me, he said, so you don't need a few hundred people and you can change policy. And I said, well, we had, we had about half a million people out the front of parliament and nothing happened. And we did this for, we, we had thousands and thousands of people out the front of parliament for, for, you know, every single week for over a year and nothing happened in parliament. So it actually depends on whether it's in their favour and it gives them more power or not. If it's going to give them more power, a couple hundred people, yep, we'll do that because it's good for them. But if you, if you want to change something that's good for us, that isn't good for them, no, sorry, we can't help you. And they would just, they just, they won't listen. They don't care. Um, and that's their, that's that's what they are. It's, it's just like a, a cult of people that control the power, they keep it in their groups. That's all it is. And you're not in the club. I'm not in the club. Uh, and we will never be in the club. So it's it's hard. It's a hard battle to um, to function uh, with some happiness and joy in this society when there is that group of people with all that power and they basically make decisions for you in your best interest. This is what they say, even though you they're not in your best interest, they're in their best interest. And it's always been like that. If you look at everything they've done in the last, you know, decade, you tell me how many things have been in our favour. How many things have given us more freedom and liberty? Nothing. It's just to diminish our freedom and ability. It's it's restricted us more and more and more. And now, you know, you, if your children, uh, uh, you know, are in a school and they want to teach them all sorts of things about how they can be a fairy and they can be genderless, you know, you can't you can't say no to that. You can't. Uh, say otherwise, no to you that. can get a child. That's right. Think of this is the backwards reality. It's so wrong, um, and. I think you know, the fact that people go along with it is amazes me. I watched that um, documentary, um, what is a woman, the other day, and I was, and I, I mean, it's 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 like I had a morbid laugh in it, like I, because it was kind of funny, but it's sick too. It's very very sad that that there are people in the top echelons of academia 
who who obviously they're there be, not because they're the most intelligent people. They're there because they go along. They go they they, they go along to get along because they they weren't very intelligent. Some of these people they were just you know they'll ask the simple question, "What is a woman?" And it was like, "Well, what do you mean?" And none, none of them could answer it because they you know it was they had to. They had to actually acknowledge that there was something wrong in their thinking and all the textbooks that they were memorizing and regurgitating didn't give them that answer and they weren't able to answer it. Uh, and, well, our the head of Australia's Department of Health, Professor Brendan Murphy, AC, because he got a, what is it, Order of Australia medal uh, this year, what is it? Uh, he was asked the definition of woman and said, oh, it's very contested. I will take it on notice and provide you with a more detailed answer. Uh, he's provided one now three months after that. Uh, I'll cover that uh, tomorrow night on, on Trad Tasman Talk. But he's supposedly the health expert, the expert about head of our health department responsible for all this. Yeah, he's probably just, um, you know, friends of someone or family members of someone else that's in the, the government. They're all they're all mates, they're, you know, or, and I, mean, I know there's factions that, that, are, that aren't friends, but it's all these power factions and they are all, it's almost like Game of Thrones, isn't it? You know, I only saw one season of that because I couldn't watch any more after that. But what I did say was like these ruling families and they're all trying to get more power. You know, it's no different. It's the same thing now. They all just want more power for their little group so that they can rule and reign over the rest of us. That's it. But anyway, that's my, I, I, you know, that's obviously, um, you know, my opinion. I'm not saying that, that it's factual. It's just how I how I look at it. But I, I reckon it is that. It does look to me as being one group that's in a bit of a club um, they all go to, you know, they go to those top schools. There's very few politicians that are, um, you know, that have gone to public schools or, you know, or been homeschooled and and um, aren't in that club. Like they are, they all seem to be part of this, you know, this these these groups with these families that all know each other, you know, and they speak a little bit different. And I, I learned that in the in the Liberal Party, where they they have a certain way of speaking to each other. That, and you can see it when you're around these people a lot. You can you can zone in on it. And you go, that's that's not normal speech. Like, what what are they saying? Why are they saying it like that? Um, so anyway, that's you know I'm going off off topic and I'm going on a bit of a tangent. So well, not much has, has really changed. Like with the the change of of government at the the federal election. I mean, uh, but it's uh, Albo or Anil, as we also call him, is copying a lot of flack for jet setting all overseas and they're saying who's actually running the country well i think it's good that nobody's actually here running the country i'd prefer that he would just uh leave us alone but there was a a bit of disappointment at the uh, results uh, for the freedom parties like obviously it was good pauline hansen got re-elected and yep. ralph babette won uh in victoria but the the biggest minor parties to to win big were the the greens and the the teal independents which uh they they just basically they just want more extreme policies of the same yeah because that's more extreme policies means more power more way to you know that's all it is um and um you know, when I was in the Liberal Party, and look, I, I didn't know what it was. I just went in there because the Labor Party brought in the safe schools program that was sexualizing kids at school. I went, well, what's the, what do I do then? Well, I, I guess I better jump in the opposite party um, and see if we can change it. And and I went in with a lot of Christians went in as well, you know, and um, and I found that it was just it was all the same. 
you know, and, and what happened in the last state election, and I think we need to remind people of this. So I, I helped a guy start the Aussie Battler Party. I, I helped, I, I ran six candidates for a preference deal out of my gym to help my mate Stu and Dave, who started the Aussie Battler Party. And, um, but I did it on the, on the lowdown because I was in the Liberal Party as a delegate. And when the, so they, they had a preference deal, the Aussie Battlers, with the, um, Liberal Party. And then the day that the preferences have to be locked in, which is prior to the election day, the Liberal Party rang up Stu and said, oh, we're pulling the pin on the on the um, preferences. That's it. We're not going to do a preference deal with you. And I found out that it wasn't just to him. It was to the Shooters and Fishers. It was to two independent candidates that I, one of them that I know, and she told me that another one um, that she knew had the same thing happen to her on the day. So I would say that they did that on purpose. Well, obviously they did it on purpose. There's no reason to do that. And just anyway, so that happened. So that and and I and I asked the question in the Liberal Party at at the um, state assembly. I think at the um, at um, some smaller electorate meetings that we had. And you know they would never answer the question why they did that. I'd ask why why did this happen? Why did you why did you um, renege on the preference deal? And they wouldn't answer it. Good question, Nick. But um, we'll get back to that later. Like that's what I got. They, no one would answer it. So that's how you know. Okay, they're, they're lying. They did it on purpose. It was done deliberately. And I think this. I mean, obviously they're still doing it. You know, I'm sure they would have just preferenced each other, Labor and Liberal, to get to keep each other in power. Well, if the, if like uh, there's more minor parties winning in the future, they might actually do that. We've got the. Victorian uh, state election in November 26 uh, this year. It's, uh, it's fixed terms. And I've said this previously, but it's worth, worth saying again that since Matthew Guy uh, expelled uh, Bernie Finn for basically being pro-life and uh, Tim Smith has been forced into retirement, he's now basically me too to Dan Andrews on everything. I mean, I, uh, so there's doesn't look like there's uh, much choice difference with the, the two majors, uh, but uh, I know that United Australia have said they're going to be contesting the uh, Victorian state election. I certainly hope One Nation does, and I know that Morgan Jonas is trying to register the Victorian uh, Freedom Party. Yeah, okay, that's good. That's good. I mean, there, there's a huge amount of corruption that happens when, you know, we know that they do it. I mean, we've seen, I mean, we've seen what they did in the US. I mean, you can't tell me that that Biden got more votes than anyone in the history of that country. Like, it's crazy. It's madness. Yet no one wants to see him speak. No, he, he's not selling out, you know, he, he's, um, you know, at the audience. He's not filling out those stadiums when he talks. So no one can. It's, it's all it's all fake. It's all it's all fake. And because you can't scrutineer properly, you're not allowed to. You can you got you're limited in how you can scrutinize, and it's a huge task to do it properly. Um, and then all those mail-in votes and, and all the rest of it. How do you scrutinize that? All the you know how do you do that? You're just going to trust them, you know. And then you get situations where there's more votes um, in that particular electorate than there were um, even you know even people in that electorate. Well, how did that happen? And how do we get thirty percent more votes than there were people in that electorate? Well, that happens. 
happens all the time. Yeah, careful saying that now because the the AUC is very uh, social media savvy. That if uh, someone uh, posts misinformation the official AUC account will reply and say basically that's a load of crap and this is what oh, you know well, is actually the case well you know they they you know it's but it's true I'm not gonna not say it because it's true I mean you know oh you can't prove it because we're not allowed to prove it you're not allowed to how do you prove it when it's covered up when you're not actually given access to, to all of that information to be able to scrutinise it clearly, every single name, and go through it with a fine-tooth comb. No, you can't. You're not allowed to do that. They don't let you do that. And then when you've got, like in this federal election, you've got people that were were uh, running as independents told, you know, that if they if they tick that box, which is where their name was meant to be, but their name wasn't even there on, on the particular, on the ballot, it should have been, the AEC just went, oh, we won't put their names on there because they're running as independents. And then, then the uh, the workers at, that work for the AEC, when they're asked by multiple people, I've seen lots of videos of this. Um, what happens if I tick uh, if I if I tick this one? They go, oh, nothing. We'll count it as a no as a no vote, right? Well, that's actually that's that's how you vote for those independents was by ticking that box. Isn't that crazy? You know, like that. But that's part of the cheating too. There's many ways to cheat. And win, and and this is you know they say all's fair in love and war. Well, this is war because that's what really what politics is. It represents instead of going to battle and fighting with different factions and fighting each other, we we do it. We get them at the ballot, right? But it's war. It's control. It's it's highly coveted power. So to think that they wouldn't cheat is absolutely ridiculous. It goes against everything we know about the the the. Um, the psychology of, of corrupted sociopathic people. It goes against everything to that. We know there's lots of sociopaths uh, in politics. It's one of the highest. It's one of the highest, uh, you know. Or like there, there could just be uh, still so many sheeple that they've voted back in the, the people who oppressed them uh, for the past two years. I mean, the major parties were, they didn't talk about uh COVID hardly at all during the the campaign at all. I mean, uh, the the only uh, incursion COVID made to the campaign was uh, uh, Albo uh, got it and had to isolate uh, for 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 a week, and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, look, I think people, you know, I think we do need to get more of this more of this um, this treatment from the government. I think it's important for us too so that more and more people wake up to it and go, you know what, I'm going to have to start thinking for myself and using my brain because I, uh, it's not. It's actually becoming detrimental to my health to let somebody else make decisions for me. Um, you know, and this is the thing, this is the sin of, of abdicating one's, one's morality and abdicating one's decision-making. Well, if you do that, then somebody else is going to step in there and make those decisions for you, and that's what they love to do, okay? Because that's the one power we truly do have that's ours from God is our ability to make choices. And when you don't do it and you let someone else do it for you, that's more power to them. Well, as as you mentioned, I mean, uh, we're we're seeing the what is that uh, the the hangover uh, from the pandemic uh, with uh, well energy prices now skyrocketing as well as uh, uh, supermarket prices. I mean, your energy bill is going to go up from well, from tomorrow. Uh, that's if your uh, electricity stays on. 
And uh, I have, what is that? The, the latest uh, shortage at the supermarket is tissues. So there's hardly any of any of them now. I don't know what's up with that, but there's, there's going to be expensive fruit and vegetable and uh, uh, supply ga- gaps probably uh, for the foreseeable future and inflation. Well, well, that's it. I mean, my mate runs a, a really good fruit shop in Melbourne, and he said um, he's never in his life seen, um, you know, prices like this ever. They were, I think it was snow peas were like, you know, $50 a kilo. It was crazy. Uh, it, it's absolutely, you know, ridiculous. But because, of you know, there's these, you know, the floods obviously affect some of it. It doesn't affect all of it, though. And it, and it's like any excuse to, to push the price up, of, of everything it's like there's oh you know there's war in russia and ukraine oh that's what's affecting our our fuel i mean come on it's abs- it's absolute garbage if anything is truly doing that and it was it would be the fact that they keep creating more money and it's not backed with anything s- substantial i might uh, uh, we're we're nearly at the end but i might just put this question to you because uh there ha- there there are some people in the freedom movement who believe that the, the floods in, in Lismore were a government-concocted weather uh, event so they could, what is it, rebuild the town somewhere else because, what is it, Premier Perrottet has spoken about uh, building build, uh, building back better uh, Lismore. I mean, what are your thoughts on... Uh... It would not surprise... I mean, there's, you know, there's a Rainmaking Control Act and if you just look on the government side, we've had that since 1967... Look up the Rainmaking Control Act, 1967. It's a government act. There's a minister for for it. There's no liability in the act for um for the government in uh, respect to authorised operations that cause excess um, snow, rain, sleet. That's all in there. It's just like the with the vaccine stuff. There's no liability. It's very very much the same. So look up Rainmaking Control Act, 1967, legislation.com or Ostley, either of the sites. It's there. I've actually shown this to people and they've said, I still don't believe it. And I go... It's right there. I'm showing you the truth. But that just confirms the Yuri Besmanov quote where he says that, you know, we don't corrupt the, we don't remove the truth. We just corrupt the mind so they can't see it. There's a lot of talk about bees and honey here. If you're in New South Wales, the, the bees are meant to be on lockdown because uh, there's been this yeah. new parasite that's been in, in imported. So, yeah, all bees in New South Wales, uh, they're, they're, they're under strict lockdown orders and there's, what is it? various quarantine uh zones and if they're in that zone then the hives have to be exterminated they're quarantining so they're quarantining the uh the bees now yes amazing you know and sorry if you've got to starve to death it's um you've got to quarantine the bees for your own safety uh, it's quite a quite, quite a sting let's hope that this yeah. set- Came in via the port of Newcastle which um that's owned isn't it by majority by the CCP Another, another, a virus that's come in uh, via a CCP connection. Yeah, and you know what? They'll probably, you know, make you know, criminalise people, you know, beekeeping, or, or you know, you have to have a COVID safe plan or some sort of safe plan if you have bees. Um, and even if you have bees on your land, it'll probably be you have to have this. Um, if you don't, well, we're going to have to take over your land and take it. You know, like that's the sort of madness that it is. It's like just piss off. Leave us alone. Stay out of our lives. But they won't do it because there's too many people that that want it. They like their slavery. They enjoy it. 
Uh, but you know what? I don't like being a slave, and I'm going to put it to them. And if anyone wants to support me in it, go to www.fightcorruptpolice.com and let's fight them all the way. I've got a Telegram um, page, which is um, T. Yep. And I'll put uh, the link to oh, yeah. this, the Australian Peacemakers Telegram channel, and there's also yours as well. Yeah, there's the t.me forward slash uh, fight corrupt police um, telegram. And just you can just put in uh, fight corrupt police or, uh, .com or www.fightcorruptpolice.com. It takes you here. Anyone that wants to support me in this endeavor, look, help me. I'm not going to back down. I'm willing to go all the way with it. I just need um, I just need some help with the resourcing of this, um, you know, of this, this work I've got to do. And your uh, mate, uh, Syme uh, Timothy, yeah. he's also uh, facing... Uh, charges from the Victoria uh, Police. Uh, I'm unsure why he's decided to use GoFundMe, given what they did to the Canadian uh, truckers. Uh, like, I fear that that could be pulled down any any moment. Yeah. But there's still, I if you want to talk about over over uh, hangovers from the pandemic, I mean, Victoria Police are still uh, pursuing charges against uh, a lot of the freedom. Uh, Activists. I mean, uh, Monica Schmidt's case is uh, is ongoing. There's, there's that Harrison McLean. He was also charged with incitement. I'm not sure the status of of his case. Uh, but there's what is it? There's also people. They got so many fines that they got called before the magistrates court. Yeah, there's there's a lot of us out there. Um, you know, some of us. You know, uh, some of us are gonna. I, I'm only in this. Like I've I've literally decided this is my life to to take these police out, to, to take them to task. That's that's it. Um, we're going to go all the way with it. And they're going to throw everything at me. I've got another trial in um, for for allegedly assaulting a police. It's another one where I didn't assault the police. That was in the 20, 2020 um, protest. That was the same protest where Thanos was arrested for reading a Bible verse. He was speaking. Well, that was the, uh, the first uh, freedom rally in back in May 2020. On It was on Mother's Day. Uh, just yeah. at tail end of the first lockdown the yeah. to flatten the curve yeah so I'm, I'm trying to gather some more witnesses that i've got i've got quite a few but anyone that was there that um that saw you know if anyone saw my arrest please just reach out um you know you can reach out to me on the australian peacemaker side or maybe get on to tim um because they're they, they're gonna try to th- you know they they want to they want to put people like me in jail because we're a threat because we won't we won't give up. I'm, I'm only one guy, but I've got a lot of people behind me supporting me and I've got the will to keep going. That's a threat to them. Um, and they don't want people like me around. So anyone that wants to help me support me in that, I'll be greatly appreciative because, um, you know, together we can. And do we've it. got a in-person, in-person uh, fundraiser coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing one. Um, we're going to be going through the public system and the private system, a bit of a, a discussion about what, what you know your rights are um, in the public and as opposed to in the private if you operate a business privately um, you know and when when you know when police you know knock on your door you know how you can remove that their implied right what trespass is we're going to go through all of this stuff in this in this discussion we'll probably go for about two to three hours um, you know don't have to stay there for the whole time if you know if you're getting bored but it is a fundraising event and it'll be it'll be a bit of fun so we've got one on the 7th there's going to be one on the 17th as well at the polish club i don't have the um the poster for you for that one 
but we're doing a bit. We've got a fight event coming up in September as well. That's going to be um, fundraising as well um, for, for the court cases. So, yeah, but any any support, I'd be greatly appreciated. Um, I greatly appreciate it, and I'll um, you know, I promise that I will fight to the to the very end to um to get these police accountable. Because the only thing that they see if you if you civilly sue the, the Victoria Police and they pay you out, um, that doesn't that doesn't change anything. But if you if you um you know prosecute and charge and and get these the, the police officers convicted in that sends a shockwave through the whole of the of the, the the state, you know, the whole of the state's police force. They go, you know what, we've got to brief everyone on this because this just happened. These police went to jail um, and this could happen to anyone else. And so that's going to be, you know, my, my role. Um, that's what I want to do. That's my plan. And I know we can do it. I just need a bit of help um, to resource this, this battle. And I'll include all those uh, links on the the live replay of this and in the show notes page on the, the unshackled.net website. Uh, good luck lady of Shalat for fighting your fine uh, tomorrow. I see that you're here. Oh, I should say, I hear that your, your children are getting restless. So I'll let, I'll let you go now. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Uh, by the time your trial comes up, I'm not sure if it will all st- be still virtual or you'll be able to go in person, but they'll probably make you wear a mask or something if you choose to be in the, the public gallery, something like that. But there will be a way to view it. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, it, it'll be in person. Like it'll be, you know, it's a trial. It's a criminal trial. Um, I'm, I'm confident they're still doing those in person at the moment. I think they are for most things now. Um, you can opt in for a for a um, for a virtual hearing with something like this no this will be in person we'll be at the court well uh all the best and uh yeah it'll be i think uh, a very as i said high high stakes and it will set uh regardless of the what the result will be it'll be it'll set a a very big precedent yeah indeed Thanks, Tim. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. My pleasure. Take care, Nick. All right, everybody. That's uh, the Wilmsfront featured interview show for this week. Uh, Wilmsfront uh, will be back next Thursday. I'll, my guest will be Alan Moran of Regulation Economics. He'll help uh, not just... Uh, me, but all of us uh, understand uh, the complexities of Australia's energy market, why we are facing blackouts and why our electricity prices uh, are going up and why more renewables isn't going to, to magically fix it. Uh, Alan Moran uh, does uh, a- analyzes the energy industry for uh, a living, so he's certainly the, the go-to person. He's uh, regularly on on sky news trying to uh explain it to to everyone so i'm certainly looking forward to uh catching up with he was one of the first guests on on wilms front so i'm certainly looking forward to, to catching up with him next week uh trad tasman talk uh tomorrow uh 6 p.m melbourne time with uh Dewey DeBoer. Uh, I saw at the beginning of this uh, chat, uh, a, a few of you were mentioning how, yes, uh, News Hub in New Zealand were very triggered by his uh, a, a pro-life 
remark that he made. So uh, we'll be discussing him in the news as well as the uh, the the latest uh, developments uh, across the the Tasman. So what is that? The Proud Boys have been designated as a terrorist organisation in New Zealand, even though, not to my knowledge, they've ever had a a Proud Boys chapter there. So that's quite peculiar uh, there. I thought that the authorities in New Zealand would be more focused on the gangs uh, sh- shooting up uh, South Auckland uh, at, the, at the moment. And I'll also be uh, to- uh, talking about uh, what's been happening here uh, this week with Airbus uh, Elbow in Madrid for NATO, uh, the release of uh, the uh, Australian uh, census, and uh, also, yes, discussing Brendan Murphy's uh, or answer to the definition of a woman. So take care, everyone. Uh, stay, uh, stay sane, stay safe, stay free, stay healthy, stay warm. Thanks for tuning in to Wilmsfront. Visit timwilms.com to view the archive of episodes and keep visiting theunshackled.net to view all our shows and to keep up with the latest real news and analysis. 